Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Delano building in beautiful Midtown Chesapeake, Virginia. It's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, part two. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Well, welcome back to the old podcast, everybody. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. So it looks like we're talking about uh, Richard O'Brien's breakout musical. You need to be the No, the other one. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Again. Again. Yes. And why are we talking about that again? Well, a number of different reasons. One, <laughs> uh, you know, we were thinking a while back. Okay, we'll go over this real quick before we get into the history of Rocky. Well, but... so firstly, if you haven't listened to our other podcast on the Rocky Horror Picture Show, then you should probably do that. It doesn't necessarily have to happen first, but chronologically, it, it did happen first. Yeah, and it's actually a very entertaining podcast. I believe it's number 26 if you're looking, uh, going down the counting. <laughs> Which is quite a few back. Yeah, that was our, um, during our first or second year of doing podcasts. Yeah, but anyhow, uh, so now we are we are revisiting the Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. for many reasons. It's been a few years later, uh, the least of which, well, the most of which, <laughs> you want to put it, is we used to perform in the Rocky Horror Show around here, the, the live cast at the local theater, the Narrow Expanded Cinema, from around 89 to 2004. Right. And then we, uh, for, for various reasons, we got out of it and stopped doing it. And just recently, this past year, our old theater, which we work at from time to time, running a projector, taking tickets, and you know, hosting other events at, asked us to start coming back and doing it because the cast that was doing it isn't there anymore. And at first we said, hell no, because <laughs> we know what kind of an undertaking it is. This would have been starting from scratch. Yeah, with no cast whatsoever yeah. and starting from, from the ground up. Yeah. And then we thought about it for about a week and said, you know, we told them if we can put a cast together, then we'll try it. We'll do it. Yeah. And within a month, we had a cast together. Yeah. And so I started working out and losing weight. <laughs> so I get back into corset. And you have done a great Thank job. You. Thank you. And so then by, uh, that was in like, what, February or March? February, I think. February. And August, we did our first show, and it sold out completely. And since then, we've done two other shows in October, and both of those sold out completely. And it's a 500-seat house, which it just blows us away. So I, My mind is just blown. It's that, crazy. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But that's just to give you an idea why we want to start talk, why we want to talk about this again is because we were thinking, you know, is it still relevant? The audience is still out there for it. Because yeah. we used to, you know, we try to go whenever we're in another town. We try to go to see the show. Yeah. But because we've been so busy this past year with moving the lounge and everything and just real life, we haven't been to go out, able to go out of town and see any other shows. Yeah. So we're not sure of what the scene's like. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And we don't, I mean. Because you got to take everything know, on the internet with a grain of salt. That's know? right. Well, and a lot of people that are, are in Shadowcast now are, well, there's a lot of different types of people that are in Shadowcast. There's the type that are all about Rocky and everything to do with it. There's the type that are into the the national and international Rocky scene, go to the conventions. There's yeah. the type that just yeah. do their own thing in their hometown and that's it. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of them. 
But as far as Rob and I go, I mean, we certainly are aware of everything going on outside of our town. And we like to go visit other casts oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But I haven't had a chance to do any research in the past couple of years to see, you know, what's attendance like across the country? What's, yeah. uh, we haven't been able to talk with any other cast or yeah, visit because yeah. we just, with real life, you know, adulting, we've been just too busy. Yeah, yeah. And sadly, we've lost touch with a lot of the people that we knew in yeah. cast in other states, which, you know, that's it's sad, but it's how life goes. Yeah. So we both had wondered, you know, is... Is it relevant anymore? Yeah. Does does it really have a place in today's society when things are much more accepting and much more open, um, where you can pretty much, I'm not saying it's perfect, but pretty much you can express yourself and be yourself, whatever in your sexual you orientation yeah. or your geekiness or your, I mean, anything. And it's it, all it's out there mainstream much, on the table. Yeah, it's pretty much out there. And, and you can do that without fear of being, you know, and if you don't believe me, just go to any Comic Con, which aren't Comic Cons anymore. They're multimedia cons. Yeah. And you'll see all manner of costumes and people walking around and just nobody cares. It's just everybody's hanging out and being groovy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, by no means are we saying that the world is perfect because no. we know it's not. No, but, but compared but to what things were like 30 now years than, ago, right, it's, it's much better now day. than it was. And we touch on that in the other podcast, but before we get into that too much, let me give just a quick history of Rocky Horror, if in case people haven't listened to the first one. I mean, I guess it's possible and they, somebody hasn't listened and they to don't, or doesn't know. Yeah, and they don't know about it. The Rocky Horror Picture Show, it started as a play called The Rocky Horror Show in the early 70s, probably about 74-ish, I think, with Richard O'Brien wrote the book, the music, uh, the lyrics, everything. Mm -hmm. And it started as a play in the Royal Court Theater upstairs in London. And it became such a hit quickly they had to move it down the street to a bigger theater uh, i can't remember the seating but it was selling out every night and before within a year i mean it caught the eye of uh somebody at fox and they you know were gonna make wanted to make it into a movie mm -hmm. so in the meantime in between all that some of the cast flew over to la and the roxy theater and they put it on in the states mm -hmm. they put the play on and it was a hit there too celebrities were coming to see it they tried to put it on off broadway in new york and it, it didn't do well but it was still doing great business in L.A. So they ended up doing the movie, filmed it in England at Oakley Court, which is a castle that you see in a lot of Hammer and Amicus films. So pretty. Yeah, it's a great place, which is now a, uh, a hotel or bed and breakfast type place. Yeah, we so really need to go over there one can, day. Yeah, you can stay in Frank's castle. <laughs> but, you know, be careful the floor show. <laughs> then the movie was made and it came out and it bombed. The movie going audience wasn't like the play going audience. Right. You know? Different but, types of folks. Yeah. And that was 75. A couple years later, about 77, an executive at Fox decided to put it on the Midnight Circuit, which was starting to really pick up in, in a lot of cities. And it took off. It found its crowd, or its crowd found it. And people started going repeatedly, over and over and over, particularly in the village in New York, at the 8th Street Playhouse. And around the country, too. But then people started slowly coming dressed as the characters. And slowly started acting out. Some of the musical numbers, and one guy yelled a line. What gets credit as the first line yelled, which who knows if it actually was, was when Janet, during the rain scene, there's a light and she puts the newspaper over his head. He stood up and yelled, Buy an umbrella, you cheap bitch. And history was made. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then people started it. yelling lines, and slowly, you know, cast started getting organized over time. And by the time the 80s hit, they were cast in different places around the country performing the entire show. Mm hmm. 
And it happened here in, in Virginia and in Tidewater at the various theaters that were in the area, Lynn Haven, the Circle Four, the Narrow, a few other theaters were doing it on a monthly basis. And then after a while, it was just Lynn Haven and the Narrow, and the Narrow started doing it every Friday. And that's about the time I really got involved in it. I was going as a teenager for a lot of years, four, three or four years, four or five years, it's a lot when you're a teenager. <laughs> but I didn't really start getting involved till about eight, eight, eight or nine. And we were doing it every Friday for a while. That's a lot. Well, when you're, you know, 19, 20 something, that's... It's not a lot a Weekly then, party, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, but now, now it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. The thing that was so cool and unique about it back then is the only way you could see it was to go to the theater. Right. It wasn't released on video cassette, Not yet. Uh, it was never shown on television. Mm-hmm. So you'd hear about this, this phenomenon. Do-do-do-do-do. And this spectacle. And so you'd have to go see it. So you'd get a bunch of friends and go to a late show and you'd be blown away. That's what happened to me. And it was great because the crowds were huge. Mm-hmm. You know, every show, not necessarily a sellout, but, but a, couple, a couple hundred people. Yeah. You know, and it was a big party. I mean, you know, you'd go there and you'd perform or you'd just be in the crowd and be part of it. And it's, uh, for those who don't know, there's you'd yell lines to the screen and, re- and the screen would respond because you know what's coming next. And you'd throw things in the air like when Frank's is a toast, you'd throw toast. Dr. Scott comes in, you throw toilet paper, you throw confetti during the wedding scene, squirt, squirt guns during the rain scene, and all manner of different uh, props you could, the audience would do to be part of the show. Mm-hmm. And the audience was just as big a part of the show, and still is, as the live performing cast. It was great. Back then, you know, there were people who would come and just, they'd see some of the show or hang out in the lobby or hang out up front, just be part of the scene. You know, and it was also one of those things where, like we were saying earlier, you know, things aren't weren't as open and out as they are now. And so if you were, you know, the goth kid or the, you know, if you were gay or you were outcast, you'd find your crowd or your tribe, as they said, at, at Rocky. You'd come yeah. there and you'd find other people like you at late, hanging out late at night, just wanting to hang out. Yep. Yeah. And. That's your people, you know, and you'd find that. And you had your place where you could belong. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the coolest things about it. And that's why people would just hang out. Not necessarily pay a ticket and go in and maybe not stay for the whole show. Maybe just hang out in the lobby or out front. Paid to get in and, and, and be see part their of the friends experience. and be part of yeah. it. Yeah. But the, for the most part, the crowd would be in there and throwing things and yelling and screaming and run around their underwear and having a ball. We were, you know, over the years, though, at least in this area, the crowd had started to dwindle. It went from showing it every Friday to showing it every other Friday. Mm-hmm. And I think they started doing it other places randomly too. But the crowds weren't there to go that often anymore. Yeah. It got released on video cassette in 1990. And that hurt attendance right from the get-go. True. Because then people, if they heard about it, oh, I'll just rent the video cassette. Yeah. They didn't understand what the experience was like. I mean, so, yes, it's true that the video release did hurt attendance to some degree, but... It also wasn't bad because I joined in, was it 94? Yeah. And it was still mm-hmm. a good attendance. There were, you know, still quite a few people. Not even quite a few. I mean, there were hundreds of a people A couple hundred there. people. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much three. every show. Oh, yeah. You know, and by the time we, by the time we stopped doing it in 2004, I could see a difference in the crowds as yeah. far as how many people were there all the time, how many repeat 
Yeah. Um, you know, groupies would come back. How many people would show yeah. up to do transit? That, that kind of stuff. That's another thing. Back in the day, we had groupies that would come to every single show. Yeah. And, you know, just we to say groupies because par- I don't know what else you call them. It's like people yeah. who go to bands, you're well, a groupie. Some so. of them were real groupies. Yeah, that's true. Um, and some of them were just wanting to be part of the experience and, and get to know the cast and be near us and be friends with us. And, yeah. and there are other friends that would show up. And just it was a place everybody could be together. Yeah. And we Once don't need to go. We yeah. don't need to go too terribly much into that because we discussed this in depth yeah. in our first podcast. But that's um, framing the whole concept of this this edition of the podcast. Yeah, you know, because like we said, it started to die off the attendance, and it seemed like interest started to die off. Yeah, it did um, seem that way. You know, and and the type of people that were coming were different. It wasn't the the weird fringe kind of crowd anymore it was more mainstream people mm-hmm. just i guess curious to see the freaks yeah and the freaks stopped really coming as much mm. so the crowd turned into at one point it was a lot of anime type crowd mm-hmm. kids and then a lot of mainstream people and like we said before a lot of people who used to make fun of people that went to rocky were the ones coming now yeah yeah um, and, and you know we're throwing out a lot of words that people sometimes use as derogatory and that's not how it's no, meant no, for it's us just, because this, we are these people yeah it's we are the freaks we are the degenerates yeah, we yeah. are the you know whatever. exactly and rocky from the get-go the movie itself the play the the audience participation it's all a very sexually charged atmosphere it is that's what it's all about so to see a crowd show up that's not that way or not into that just it is kind of odd it's bizarre yeah it's like somebody going to to a you know a football game who doesn't like football but you know plays chess. You know? Yeah, but it's they a chess go, enthusiast. But but they've heard about football, so they want to go see it. I yeah. don't know. It's it's kind of odd. I mean, and I'm not saying that that the people that were coming weren't just as interested. Perhaps they were. You know, perhaps. but it's just a different type of crowd than we yeah. were used to. It wasn't the the freaks, degenerates, late night party crowd. Yeah, it's as just much. It, it just changed. Like we've said before, it's just the yeah. the crowd changed. It became something yeah. different than it and used to be. And then slowly, be. attendance which is started not bad. Get, it's yeah. just different. Over the the last twenty years, fifteen years, it went from crowds of two to three hundred a night to fifty, thirty a night. Yeah. Yeah. And which just on, hurt. On average. On and I'm average. Not, that's not every show. There were certainly yeah. shows better, shows worse. Yeah, but, it was. But that's about average. Yeah. Which brings us to, is it still relevant today? Because like you said, we haven't been able to get out to see others cast. But looking online, I did see recently there were a couple of shows, a couple of casts that said that their shows did sell out. Nice. I don't know how big their theaters were, but I'm assuming it's three or four hundred or four or five hundred. And there's a, a cast still all over the world putting on shows, so it's still popular. Uh, I think a lot of it, though, has to do with promotion. Sure. You know, if you don't promote your show, and this goes with any type of show you do, with our podcast, I don't promote this as much as I should, I guess, in other yeah. avenues. Any show, any type of event you're doing, if you don't promote it, people aren't going to come. Is it still relevant today? Is uh, what we're talking, trying to talk about in this podcast here. And judging by... The attendance to the shows that we just did in August. Yep. Uh, well, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack a little bit. The old cast, our, our old cast. Fishnet Inc. Fishnet Inc. That yeah. was still at the Narrow uh, up until, what, was January this year, I think? Well, their last show was October of 2021. Yeah. And that was a Halloween show. And yeah. that show sold out. Yeah. That was the first show that they had had in about two years. Yeah. Because... Since all the shutdown BS. Yeah. It was the first Rocky Horror show in this area since then. 
And the Narrow. And it sold out and it was crazy. Yeah. It was a great time. Now, if you're not from this area, the Narrow Cinema and Rocky Horror kind of go together. Yeah, they're synonymous. Yeah. It's been showing there since 77, nonstop. Mm-hmm. And if you know the Narrow, you know Rocky's there. If you know Rocky's in this area, you know it's at the Narrow. I mean, mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Except for the people like, oh, they're still doing it? They just don't keep up with shit. Yeah. Know? But yeah, the first show since the shutdown, October 2021, Fish and Ink, and it sold out. It was fantastic. It was great to see a big crowd like that back at the theater again to see Rocky, yeah. and they had a ball. And we were like, okay, great. Well, you know, people are hungry to get out and do something because it's the first first big show. Yeah. Rocky thing after all the shutdown. Everything's crap. been shut down yeah, for well, two years. Fast forward a year later. Well, not quite a year, but well, to January. Almost. Or to February, excuse yeah. me. We Well, no, I'm just saying when we did the show. We oh, did it okay. in August. Sold out again. But that was the first show in almost a year. So I get that. Yeah. You know, and uh, and also we publicized the hell out of it. We did. I um, mean, there's there's a lot of factors when it comes yeah. to promoting your show. And, you know, I mean, Rob's even on a couple of pages that are just dedicated to promoting your show. Yeah, and, and Rocky Horror Shadow Cast, a couple yeah. different ones. On, and people post their stuff for other casts on there all the time. And it's great to see that stuff. Yeah. I love seeing what other casts yeah. are doing and, and we'll, how they're doing. we'll come it. back to promotion in a minute. But yeah. the next shows we did were at Halloween. We did a Friday show before Halloween. And then we did a Halloween show on Halloween night, which was Monday night. Monday night. And Both of those sold out. We did advanced ticket sales. Yes. The Friday show sold out three weeks before yeah. the show, which blew my mind. Yeah, me too. And the Halloween night show, a Monday night show, sold out a week before. Yeah. Now, we've done, over the years doing Rocky there, we did numerous Halloween shows. Yeah. And we've a done shows at other places. Yeah, a few of them sold out. Yeah. Not every Halloween. Right. But a few of them sold out. And the ones that were on the Mondays and Tuesdays never sold out. The ones on weeknights never sold out. Because right. people got to work the next day. Yeah. Friday or Saturday nights, a couple of those sold out. Yeah. Yeah. But this one sold out a week before. Yeah. Well, now given they didn't do advanced ticket sales back in the day. So no, that's but a little still, different. But... Yeah. But still, there, you know, it blew my mind. Yeah. Me too. I'm still flabbergasted is a good word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still well, flabbergasted. I wrote, a, I wrote a post after Halloween and... and put it on our Facebook page for for our our new cast which is Creatures of the Narrow and tell a friend yes tell a friend <laughs> and on that post because it, it, it was an emotional time for me both of just us. saying well for both of us yes just kind of saying what what it meant to me what mm-hmm. I thought about you know getting through the Halloween shows blah 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 and it was a great post and well thank you I appreciate that yeah but in that post I said something like I kept asking why why and how did we sell out three shows at the Narrow 500 seats a piece and what what do we do different what's what's different yeah. now that we didn't do then yeah. you know because back in the day we didn't have that big a crowd yeah all the time well so there were a number of things i think that factored into that what my post said was ultimately i stopped asking why because i've had so many people come up to us after the show and say what a great time they had and then they went on to specifically talk about the energy in the theater and how much energy the cast gave off, how great they looked like they were, how they were having a great the time together. Vibes they were feeling. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that's a, a circle, you know, yeah. it's the snake eating his tail, you know, they the, feed off our feed. positive yeah. vibes. We feed off their energy and it just keeps yeah. going back and forth. And back it and keeps forth. up the whole show. And it's, it's amazing to see. And I'm not saying we didn't have that in years past. Cause I'm sure that in, in times before we did as well, but 
to see it now yeah. when Rob and I had already questioned, is this something that we'll be able to continue for years to come, seeing as how the, the attendance has been lower yeah. in recent years, really was important to me and it meant a lot. So why and how don't really matter so much. However, for the sake of, of this podcast, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to talk about the why and how. We are, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we have any definite answers. Well, no, we don't. We don't have any definite answers. There's no one reason. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. I think um, one of them is just the narrow, period. Chief among them is the narrow cinema, like I said, a synonymous with Rocky in this area. Yep. The theater itself, it's a great, if you've never been, it's a beautiful old historic theater. It's been there for well over 80, 90 years. Yeah. I mean, in it, one it's form not, or another. Yeah. It's not like the movie Palaces. No, it's just an old historic movie you theater. You walk in it's and you wonderful. feel good. Yeah. Well, at least I do. The theater <laughs> has that kind of vibe. And the people running it now, Teresa and Kate, who are managing, who are just wonderful people. Yeah. They're fantastic. Love them both to death. And they love us to death, too. And, <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, we've known them for a few years. And we, Teresa, we've known for a lot of years. Yeah. Well, she's been there since before Rob started going yeah. to see Rocky. So that was before yeah. the 80, 80, 89. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so we kind of grew up together there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and yeah, they've just been, you know, I, I can't say enough of how they've been behind us and in doing this. Yeah. And we've been grateful to them. They've been grateful to us. We, you know, it's like we feed off each other, just yeah. like the, with the audience. So that's probably chief number one. Number two, I think, is the cast we have now. This particular group of people together yeah. is the big thing. Yeah. Because some of them, the cast we put together, is we put the call out to a lot of our old cast members that were still around that we know of that yeah. might be interested. Yeah, people, people that we knew... Um, and are still friends with, though maybe some of them yeah. we hadn't seen in a long time. And ha they we were like, you know, if, if we do, if we do a cast, I would really love to have these people, yeah. you know. And so that's what we did. We called those people and we said, hey, we're doing a show, and yeah. you know, it, at the time it was just going to be a one-time show, just to see how it went. Yeah. And um, you know, they said a lot of them said, or a lot, what three, four of them said, yes, I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, you know, a couple of them have been too busy because they're doing their own things yeah. in life and they don't have time to do rehearsals and stuff. And let me stress that too. Again, initially when we approached the old cast members and the new people we got, it was going to be for a one-time show. Yeah. And they were all so willing. It's weird. So so yeah. then, you know, we um, we reached out to a couple that we knew in Elizabeth City, Sam and AJ. Hi, guys. And they had had us come down to um, a theater in Elizabeth City and put on the Rocky Horror Picture Show, although it wasn't with a cast. It yeah. was just Rob and I running around doing callback lines and selling prop kits and, yeah, and uh, just you know, kind of hosting the show. And, you know, and because they didn't have a cast down there and we weren't in the cast down up here at the time. Yeah. And that was like a few years ago. Yeah. It was, and before, that was very it was October before uh, COVID shut everything yeah. down. It was a it was very surreal, but still kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then so, we put the word out. Yeah, so we reached out to them, and, and they agreed to do yes. it. And so we had a big portion of our cast ready. We were and missing Sam a couple people. Laurie, who became our, yes. uh, pretty much our head prop mistress. Thank God. Yeah. So then we, we ended up putting out the word on Facebook, you know, hey, we're looking for a couple people to do the show. If anyone's interested, let us know. And we had a few people. Very, and very quickly, we yeah. got a couple people that uh, Brian and Eric. Mm -hmm. And then Chris not long after. And then Chris not long after, which rounded out the cast. Except for our crim, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 
But so, but the reason we brought all those people up, yeah. and and I'm sorry I didn't name everybody's name, but um, maybe we'll get to that later. Hi, everybody, and we have a very distinctive group of people, mm -hmm. some of which had already performed Rocky for years together, but haven't in a lot of years. But haven't in a lot of years, and a couple of them who were in various incarnations of the cast yeah. never performed together. That's right, because I had never performed with Joe. No. And neither had um, Summer or, or Jessica. Jessica. Yeah, or Amanda. Yeah. Or Amanda, yeah. Yes, who joined us later. Yeah. But we have these people, and we all started, we had a first meeting, we started doing rehearsals. The vibe was good at that first meeting. we realized just how quickly we all clicked. I mean, we got yeah. together, and well, the people we knew already, that wasn't even a question. Of course we clicked. We loved those guys. And then the new people came in, and quickly we became one big Rocky family again. Yeah, it the wasn't... enthusiasm was off the scale with these folks. Yeah. I, I, I'm still amazed. Me too. <laughs> and the dedication to... And I said, after our last performance, uh, maybe it was the Friday show, I was talking about the next show in January. January 27th, by the way, tell a friend. Um, <laughs> January 27th, like, 2020. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need to rehearse. And the looks I got from these people are like, what do you mean don't rehearse? Like they wanted, We still have to get together yeah. every month. It's like they wanted to rehearse <laughs> that night for the next show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And God bless them. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's great. But the, I'm still rambling. But the reason I brought up all those people is that, you know, the ones who had been there before, a lot of people have talked to them over the years and were like, hey, when are you going to do Rocky again? And so those people reached out to their friends and family and the people who were their fans with, for lack of a better word, uh, their fans and, and said, you know, Hey, we're going to be performing again. And here's our first date mm -hmm. or, or the date at the time. And so then, you know, that brings in their own yeah. group of people. Well, and then the people who were new to the this show. This is how we sold out the first shows. Which yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. that's what we're talking about. How to promote and, and yeah, we what went promotion off on a tangent. We're coming back. We always do. <laughs> that's what this show does. Yep. And, the people who were new did the same thing for their friends and family. And were like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this new thing. You yeah. know, here's the date and, and it was amazing. You should come. And so of course a lot of them do what your family and friends yeah. do. They go to support their friends and, they and had family. Fr they had friends and family coming from out of state. For yeah. This. Pennsylvania, North Carolina. I mean, all kinds of places. And, and we had, I mean, you know, it's like, I think you said earlier, people had asked us for the last 10 to 15 years, every once in a while, the narrow included, you know, yeah. uh, when you come back to reform, oh, you're going to perform again? Yeah. Oh, you should go back and do it again. We're like, no, 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 you know. But when we said we were going to do it, then same thing with all the other people. You know, all our friends and people we knew who wanted to see us perform, like, oh, I got to go. And they got yeah, tickets yeah. and they brought friends with them. And then, right. And then friends who didn't know us when we were doing Rocky were like, hey, I have to come see this. So, yeah. they, so this is all of these things factor into how we sold out the first show. I really think that that's a big part of what happened in August. It was a perfect storm. It was. And and I'm so grateful. It was amazing. Oh, I'm more than grateful to the the narrow, the cast, the audience, especially. They were, the crowd was fantastic that night. And they continue to be the next two yeah. shows. You know, and... and Along the lines of these same people in our cast, you know, they're all so enthusiastic and so willing to help each other and they mm -hmm. lift each other up. They, they're encouraging. They're the, like our each. We each have our own cheerleading squad. There's no ego clash. It's it's an yeah. amazing thing. But along with that, they also were very eager to help make the show great and to help promote it. So 
everybody was putting out the word. Everybody was putting up flyers, handing out flyers, putting up posters, promoting it on Facebook. Post, yeah, promoting it on Facebook every Instagram. other day. Yeah, just anything they could do to get the word out. And it was just amazing. Yeah, so it, it was, yeah. Amazing is the only thing you can say. So then, you know, we had a great time. It was all great. The Nero was happy. We were happy. And you know, before and they the said, show was well, over. Yeah, before the show was over, they were like, so Nero... you want to do October? Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, well, okay, let's do this. So, so, you know, we talked to the cast and they were all willing to keep keep up with what we were doing. They they all agreed to do it. Yeah. So we we decided on show dates for October. Yeah. And then and be- October... in, between Octo- in between August and October... We talked about continuing to do it mm-hmm. uh, quarterly, and um, everybody, the narrow definitely wants us to keep doing it, and because they're having fun. Apparently, everybody that works there wants to work Rocky. <laughs> well, that's fun. And I mean, Teresa told flattering. me that. Yeah, <laughs> and the our cast, like hell yeah, let's keep doing it. Yeah, you know, and it being. Quarterly, it's not like you get burnt out doing it every other week yeah. or every week. And the audience doesn't get burnt out. It's right. it's a big event now. Yeah. And I think that's one of the key that's, factors. Yeah. That was the other thing I was gonna say too. is that you have you have Rocky again at the narrow, what people expect. Yeah. But it's not super frequent. You're gonna get yeah. it, you know, well, right now nobody I guess now they do if they listen to the podcast, but nobody knew it was gonna be quarterly. Yeah. At the first the first show it certainly wasn't gonna be. And then after Halloween, you know, we announced we were going to do a January show. Yeah. So we've decided that we'll do a show every, you know, three months or so. Yeah. And that's plenty as far as I'm concerned. And it, keeps, it also it's a big keeps event. it fresh. Yeah, yeah. It keeps it a big event. It keeps it fresh. There's no burnout. It doesn't burn out your cast. It doesn't burn out your audience. Yeah. So is that going to be what happens? I have no idea. Knock I cannot tell we'll you. We'll see. I mean, I'll be grateful if 100 people show up. Yeah, of course. You know, but. Uh, it'll be amazing if we sell out again. I don't know if we will, but yeah. it'll be fantastic. I love the crowd, the the crowd that shows up. You talking about the enthusiasm of the cast, the enthusiasm of the crowd is off the oh, charts. Oh, it's amazing, too. and so many versions. Even yeah, I mean, if hopefully you know what versions are for Rocky, it just means you've never seen it before in the live mm-hmm. cast. Well, they say they're virgin. They call you spanked. I don't know. <laughs> Some if they of all them were, were not, not virgins, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been an amazing ride. Yeah, it's uh, almost like... One I never thought we were going to do again. If you would And have here s- we are. Yeah, if you would have said to me a year ago, hey, you and Phyllis are going to be performing in and running a Rocky cast at the Narrow again, I would have said, you are crazy. Yeah, you've lost you your know, damn mind. You've lost your damn mind. And here we are, that's exactly what we're doing. And you know, it feels great. I mean, it feels like it's yeah. what we're supposed to be doing. It I, does. The first show, our first show in August, we were up on stage before our bows, and I turned to look at Joe and Jessica, and I guess I think Summer was right there standing, you know, they were in front or behind each other, and I looked at them, I said, and this should have been very nerve-wracking and weird, because yeah. we hadn't done it, and Joe hadn't done it over 20 years, almost 30. We're so giving our ages here. Yeah. <laughs> And it's been 18 since we'd done it. Jessica and Summer had been less, but still over 10 years. And I looked at all them and I said, does it feel like we never stopped doing this? And they're like, yeah. It feels like, we, <laughs> like we just did this, you know, this is like, this is normal for us. This is what we're supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. Not anything weird or different, you know. Yeah. And they were, yeah. And we just, and it was one of the smoothest shows I had ever performed in. Yeah, I agreed. Everything, there was no... 
nerve-wracking. Nothing was, you know, everything went smooth and everybody was cool and laid back and having a ball. We were very, yeah. very lucky. Or, or we planned it to be lucky, I suppose, in a way. I mean, we have yeah. to take a little credit, I guess, because yeah. well, you know, we did try to pick we, who we were going to use. We handpicked but... who we wanted in the cast. And even the people who applied, we kind of handpicked those out yeah. of the ones that applied. True. And then our October show, the first that Friday show was the same way. Yeah. It just, it was great. And yeah. then, oh, you know, we forgot to mention cast. Well, we haven't mentioned everybody's name. Yeah, we'll mention in everybody cast. in the cast in a minute. Um, and then the Halloween night was the same way. Yeah. Even with the couple of little things, we weren't, uh, we had a couple of cast members that couldn't do Halloween because mm-hmm. it was the last night their kids were trick or treating. One of our, our prop girls, Linda, stepped up and played Columbia. Mm-hmm. And she did great. Yeah. Even though she took her jacket off too early. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. <laughs> yeah, no, she did fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we've been... So let's just give a quick rundown of who we have in the cast. Yes. Not that everybody's going to care, but I care, and our cast well, is probably they deserve. they deserve they, a shout-out. That's right, they do. So we started a thing at the end of the show where we made our own little name signs. Little placards. Yes, and in our, in our show, in our cast... Like we, old vaudeville. Yeah, like old vaudeville. In our cast, we have a Trixie. And if you don't know who Trixie is, that's the... Um, the usherette. The usherette. In the play, typically. Yeah. And a lot of cast have Trixies. Yeah. Um, well, I, I haven't seen many Trixies, to be honest, in cast. But no, regardless. Some. Yeah. Some. So we have a Trixie, and that's Alicia, or um, Allie Mae, as she goes by. Who performs the opening song, Science Fiction Double Feature, with yep. kind of mimes um, to the song. Yeah. And so she's up there doing the opening. Um, then we have, of course, Rob plays Frank. Yep. I'm directing right now. Yes, you are. I, I have, bang up job you're doing. Yeah, well, thank you. I have... Um, I'm partial. There. I'm probably going to do Magenta again at some point in the future. We'll yes. see. I have my costume back together, I think. Yep. Then we have Joe, Brad. who does Brad, and Summer, who's doing Janet. We've got Jessica, who's doing Magenta, mm-hmm. and Brian, who's doing Riff Raff. Then we've got Eric, who plays Rocky, and Chris, who plays Eddie and Dr. Scott. Yep. And then, what am I missing? Is that the, that's the basic cast. Did I name everybody in the, the face people first? Oh, uh, no, Columbia. Columbia. God, how did I forget Columbia? Yeah, I'm sorry. You used to play Columbia. I know, I did play Columbia. I, well, because I'm doing it by memory and my yeah. head doesn't do that. I need a list. Even though I know it by heart, I need a list. Yeah. Um, so yes, Columbia is Sam. Yes, so then we needed, well, before we get to the criminologist, we also have um, Lori, yeah, our crew, Lori, who's our prop mistress, and Linda joined us. Cherry pie. Cherry pie, sorry, Linda. Um, And then Matt is our lights person and security for the narrow. And we have uh, Chelsea, who is our costume designer. Would she go by costume mistress? Yep. Um, and with Chelsea comes Kim, thank God, because she's amazing. Who she is does, also security. She's also security, and she helps with pretty much anything and everything else yeah. we need. AJ. AJ. Who's who, understudying Eddie and yep, does and is doing lights. And is doing lights. And uh, Juliana. And now Juliana joined us after our first show, and she is working on props. Um, and I think, did I get everybody? Did I miss anybody? I th- God, I hope we got everybody because they all deserve it. Oh my God! If I missed anybody, I'm I'm mortified. Yeah. But I think I went through everybody. I'm doing this by my you know right out of which, my head. Which brings us to the criminologist. Yes. Now for a Halloween show, Amanda, who was a Janet from way back, uh, joined us to do criminologist. For our first show in August, we kind of lucked into 
didn't luck into well, it. Well, we didn't luck into it. It was well it. planned. But it, it was it was uh, it was well planned, and we asked, and he said yes, and we had Mr. Lobo, mm-hmm. uh, the horror host, Mr. Lobo, from Cinema Insomnia, for Cinema Insomnia on OSI seventy four. Did play, you say cinnamon? From Cinema Insomnia on OSI seventy four, play the criminologist for us, uh, which was fantastic to have him up there. We, yeah, we, we decided we were going to ask him, like, well, I don't know if he'll do it or not. And we asked him, and he was like... Immediately. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So <laughs> we were like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And of course, and then again, you're talking about spreading the word and people bringing their... Yeah. Some of his fans came just to see him Yes, and you know what? I, I, we are very, very bad for not mentioning that in our initial discussion of the why we sold out in August. Because yeah. I'm sure that Mr. Lobo... Was a big part of that as well. Yeah. And it was um, great to have him there and share the stage with him. That was a lot of fun. And then the Friday before Halloween show, we had, as a criminologist, Dr. Sarcophagi. Yes. John Dimes. He was so much fun also up yep. there on stage. Yeah. Uh, he's also a horror host up in the D.C.-ish area. Yeah. I believe he's on OSI 74 also. So he check is. that out. Yes. But it was amazing to have these two guys perform yeah. with us. And I know that that helped some ticket sales, both of them also. Yeah. Uh, but just the, to hang out and have fun on stage was yeah. the biggest part for me. It was great. Them. We are not the anal retentive Rocky Horror Picture Show cast. We certainly want things to, to be as close as possible in almost anywhere we can get it. Oh, yeah. But, but we want to have our, fun, But we want to have fun. And we like to do things a little different here and there. One of the things we did different is um, our criminologist were themselves. We let Mr. Lobo be Mr. Lobo as a version of himself. Yeah, he was Mr. Mr. Lobo playing a criminologist. Yeah, and, we, and Dr. <laughs> he Sarcophagi. He wasn't the criminologist. You know. Right, and Dr. Sarcophagi was Dr. Sarcophagi as the criminologist. Yeah. And, you know, John is is very meticulous at lip, you and know, it, doing the lip oh, syncing. Yeah. So I know he was nervous about that, but he did a great job. And, and Amanda was Jessica's sister as yes, the criminologist. Yes, <laughs> that's right. And, <laughs> So now we have Amanda back too, and I'm so glad that we got her to agree to join us, or yeah. maybe we, she, I don't know. Somehow we are all working together again. So there's everybody, I yeah. think, and it was an amazing time. It it was fantastic, and it's so going to continue know. to be so. It will be. These so people... future future shows we've got. We've we've told Mr. Lobo and Dr. Sarcophagi that if they want to come back and perform again, they're more than welcome. So hopefully Anytime they'll do that. They want to come play criminologists, either one of them. Yep. Uh, are I mean, welcome any to excuse to get them down here so we can hang out. Oh is great. yeah. So hint, hint, guys. Yeah. And then of course we have Amanda who's doing it, and you know she's having a good time with it too. And we've made new friends. We have our old friends. Yeah. It's just been a and our great old friends ride. have made new friends with the new friends. Yeah. Anyway, that's us just waxing nostalgic. Yeah. But the point of that, as we started, was, you know, promotion and how we ended yeah. up with now, what we got. Is it, you know, is it culturally relevant or whatever or pop culturally relevant still? Uh, the answer to is yes. I think yes. It's a resounding it's completely, yes. And a, a few factors. One, over the years, I've been worried about it because when it was shown on TV mm-hmm. and then done like on Drew Carey's show and especially Glee, which oh, was God. just awful. It was well, cute. Yeah. I mean, they, they Which took... is awful for Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, times are different. And I yeah. know that the the sexually charged atmosphere that used to be at Rocky... Which needs I to didn't come back. Know, I didn't know if it would be back because, you know, times are different now. Yeah. You, you well, can't... It's weird you, how... you have to worry about offending everybody and yeah. you have to and that's... be careful about what you say and do because so many things are misinterpreted and let me just state now. This. At Rocky Horror, you don't have to be worried about no. offending anybody, especially at our show. 
Yeah. If you are get offended easily, stay home. Yeah. Because people much. come there to have fun and let the freak flags fly. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And I think some of that crowd is starting to find its way back a little bit. I think so too. Um, I mean, it certainly felt like it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and we're saying sexually charged. That doesn't mean we're having sex on stage or anything. I no, mean, no, just, in the aisles, not the, on stage. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's just the the feeling you get from Rocky. Rocky yeah. has got a lot of sex in it. You that's know, what I mean, the whole Frank, play is about yeah. the movie. I mean, Frankenfurter in the film sleeps with and in the everybody. backstory and in the movie <laughs> slept with everybody in the cast just about and all of them go back and forth a few times at different points but you know that's what it's about it's fun yeah you know it's re- it's getting away from your parents going out late at night running around in your underwear and having a ball yeah well we don't have to get away from our parents but we still go and do it so whatever yeah that's true <laughs> but you know like i said when it's shown on tv and all it kind of watered it down a lot and yeah you know, that's not what Rocky's about. You have to see the live show. But did it expose it to a new generation of people? It did. Yeah, it did, kind of. Yeah. And has there been a revival in it, a resurgence in the popularity? I kind of think so. If you look at the uh, the convention circuit, yeah, a lot of you know the surviving cast is all over the convention circuit. It's true. You know, Barry Bostwick, is, he's touring and going around to different Rocky casts. Yeah. And visiting and and doing different conventions. Patricia Quinn is doing different conventions. Yeah, Little and I Nell, think she's doing the same thing, isn't she? Didn't she I? Did couple, she, she did a couple. She did a few. Yeah, shows. she toured some. Little Nell was doing conventions with him. Meatloaf was doing before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Curry is even doing in his condition. Yeah, is doing conventions and signings. Um, Little Nell is doing a one woman show. Yeah. I think in Australia. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, and talking about her experiences as Columbia and Rocky mm-hmm. and all that. Oh, God, I'd love to see that. So they're in demand. Yeah. You know, they're the actors are, are getting a resurgence of popularity and getting, you know, getting paid. <laughs> Thank goodness. They deserve it. I mean, they've given us so much joy over the years. Oh, yeah. I think that the, I think they're due. Yeah. And judging by the crowds, I mean, you know, God knows I hope other cast all over the place are having the kind of crowds we're having because our crowds have just been, I keep using the word amazing and fantastic. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. And I really sincerely hope other casts are having the same kind of crowds that we are. And I'd love to see them. If hopefully we can get out of town and get to see some shows. Yeah. Yeah. We did get to go see. So, you know, we did mention earlier that Fishnet Inc. is no longer at the Narrow and that's how we ended up there. Yeah. But Fishnet Inc. is still around and they're performing locally at, um, Maker's Brewery. Yeah, and Maker's Brewery. And they've done some other shows. I think they performed at like a Dave and Buster's and they performed at um, the American, American Theater over in Hampton. Hampton. Yeah. You know, so they're they're still doing their shows too. And we did get a chance to go see them. They performed at the Granby Theater for a the first time. Beautiful theater. It was, a, yeah, beautiful theater. Yeah. So it was really good to be able to go, you know, and see our cast for, you know, lack of a better way yeah, to say it. Because that's where cast. we started. Yeah. And, you know, we took Pretty much, not everybody, but a whole bunch of our cast went together to see them. And that was a lot of fun. It was like 13 of us. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. You know, just the energy was was great. With, oh, yeah. Well, the know, camaraderie of having to... our, our cast go on an outing. Yeah. <laughs> we're going on a field trip, gang. Get the kids on a field trip. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun. Whatever. We're going up to Pennsylvania in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And we'll be there on a Friday night. Hopefully there'll be a Rocky show close by we can go see. That Maybe would be we'll, put, cool. we'll have to put the word out to Dixie and see. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Um, we had been to Raleigh many, many years ago, mm-hmm. but recently their theater, the Rialto, the owner, 
I think, was getting up in age and sold the theater. Oh, right. So they don't have a theater right now. Well, I'm hoping you know, that somebody else buys that theater and starts it back up because it's a neat old theater. It is. And and it's funny that you bring them up because I was thinking earlier about, you know, the, the way cast do different things at the beginning of the show and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, Rob, when he was hosting with Fishnet, had this kind of script that I say a script. It, he came up with all the stuff for hosting himself, all the callbacks to each other, whatever. Um, a lot of the well, audience, him, him and Andy together yeah. did some of that, but a lot of we played a lot off of each stuff other. You did but, was but on you. A lot of the stuff that I said, I made up on the spot. Or yeah, I, I kind of took from other things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it stuck, and that yeah. it's become a part of the Rocky tradition around here. You know, people yeah. have certain things they call back to even the host. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But I I mentioned it because you brought up Raleigh, and I wanted to say that you know we owe Raleigh a good bit. Because Raleigh, when we went down to visit them yes. a long time ago. Back in the 90s. Um, yeah. And I am sorry to say, I do not remember the people we spoke to there that I were running the cast. I can't remember the, the guy's name who was, I think the cast director down there. He played Eddie and he was a really cool guy. Yeah, he's really I can't nice. remember his name. A lot of fun. I'm sorry. I apologize. But yeah. But in any case, we talked to him yeah. um, after the first time we saw the show. We went twice, right? Yeah, I think so. And they do a thing down there called the Underwear Run. I mean, this has been... That was back 25 in the 90s, years ago yeah, or something. Yeah. We saw that and we were like, we have got to bring that to do our theater. That. Yeah, so we talked to him and we were like, do, do, do you care if we steal this idea? And he was like, no, do it. Yeah. It's fun, you know. So we did. And, you know, so that's now, it's just part of what people expect at, at the, the Narrow. Narrow it's you know? a Narrow Rocky And of course, Fishnet, thing. Fishnet Inc. is doing it where they yeah. can do it too. So it's just funny that, you, you know, you have all these things that become part of the show oh, yeah. that weren't necessarily part of the show to begin with. Yeah. But that's, well, I mean, that's yeah. the whole point brought, of Rocky. Yeah. It evolves. We find that at another cast and we brought it here. Yep. And now it's part of, it's just what you do here. We went to see the play. It was a handful of us went to see it up in DC and they had prop kits for sale. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Hey, cause before audience would bring their own props and stuff right. in. Right. And we're like, Hey, this is kind of cool. This is something maybe we could add to it. Yeah. And after a couple of years, I think you and I started making them. Yeah. And like, let's actually do this. Yeah, let's let's do prop kits. So and we did. Yeah, so we started and making. So now them. we we do that here too. Yeah, and it's wonderful because well, at this point the theater's gone, our theater and the narrow's gone under a lot of renovations. Yeah. So they've got new carpet and they have relatively newer seats. And, yeah. You know, screen and all that stuff. Um. So when that all happened, they told the audience, you know, we can't have you bringing in. You know, five bags of rice and birdseed and you know, super, super soakers, soakers yeah, and, and you know. any food related items. Yeah, because yeah. it would ruined the theater. And rats. and Right, yeah. right. So we didn't want that to happen. So, you know, no more props were allowed. So all they could do was buy pop buy prop kits. And I think that's been a huge success. I mean, yeah. not just, you know, to help us make new props and stuff, but also. Yeah. Well, the, the audience the gets audience kind really of a souvenir. They get something yeah. tangible. Yeah. Anyhow, so, you know, we've got prop kits and uh they seem to be a big hit and we really enjoy it because you know it has a little stretch and mm-hmm. so you know what to do and everybody has the same stuff and let me tell you until you have heard an entire audience blow in those stupid sound <laughs> or what are those things called those party horns yes those and the yes it's all party horns because all of the ones we had were party horns they yeah. had the bigger <laughs> ones the smaller ones the ones yeah. that blow out the paper <laughs> the ones that don't <laughs> That was just hilarious. I, I mean, 500 movie. people. So we had, what, 200 prop kits. So 200 party horns yeah. <laughs> blowing was really weird. It was fun. Anyhow, we digress. Yes. But to sum up or get back on the the topic, I mean, now I could keep gushing 
all night. Well, we don't. We're not trying to about gush. the theater and the cast and the production and the crowd and they were all amazing. But I think yeah, the we the podcast we did a couple years ago was from from cult movie to mainstream. Yeah, and we were in a different place when we did it. And I'm not yeah. saying I don't. There's nothing in that that I would say we wouldn't say today. No, I just listened to it not long ago, and it was still a pretty good podcast. Yeah. But now we have another new perspective on where where Rocky has progressed in the past, yeah. you know, however many it, it years, post-pandemic yeah. and post-whatever. It right? is different because, one, we're older. We're not, we don't have a 20-something point of view about things. Yeah, yeah. The, We've definitely the grown crowd, up. well, we're... Yeah, we would only done three shows. Yeah. So we haven't got to know any of the crowd. Yeah, except the people we already knew. Yeah, and with it being spread out at, you know, three months between each, it's going to be a little different even with regulars because you don't have that time to spend with them. Yeah, yeah. To get to know them. But the vibe is great. Yeah. The enthusiasm on both sides of the fence is off the charts. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I noticed that, our gang likes to do and you know i know that i know we did this back in the day on our own without anything being said and and i assume other casts do this as well i I don't know but our gang really likes to go out and just mingle with everybody so you know before the show they're they're walking around and talking to whoever wants to talk to them and oh yeah you know chatting and taking pictures and and right after the show we go out front the theater and hang out and mingle and you know and yes it's great it's a neat experience i mean i know that that's something that people do a lot in live productions of regular plays and mm-hmm. musicals you know they go hang out with people or you know not hang out but go meet and greet kind of and the fact that these guys want to do it is just really it's i love it i love that 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 whole atmosphere just follows outside the theater onto oh, yeah. the street and you know while they're talking about everything it's fun yeah um I, i'm really itching to go see some other cast now yeah me too um, oh, you know what? We what? we have neglected to mention a huge part of our promotion, and that's Greg. Oh yeah, geez. Well, you know, like you say, you know, to promote, you gotta you gotta promote. Yeah. And get the word out, and we're really lucky to have Greg Steele on board. He's a local artist, and we you know are friends with, and he's been doing posters off and on for the Narrow for different events, the mm-hmm. uh, Flickit movie program, the Flashback movie program which now is which is, is a now. monthly retro movie program and his posters and art are uh are really great and greg and i kind of you kind of see, see the eye, eye to eye on yeah. a lot of stuff kind of you know can speak in a bit of a shorthand about uh, different things so kind of brought him on board to do all our posters yeah because i know what he's going to do is going to be something i'm going to like yeah yeah well and i we mean collaborate and a little bit too yeah. so which that works really well and it, the first two posters just Knocked it right out of the park. They're yeah. amazing. And he sold out both times. Yeah. Both shows, he sold out all the posters he was selling. Yeah. Which I'm thrilled with. And also, Greg put together, we show a little... Now, this is a, a first at the Narrow. Before, they would... If the show was 11.30, the doors might open at 11 or 11.15. You yeah, know, yeah. Because of whatever the previous movie was. Well, since they sold out and they want to try to get everybody in... Theresa and Kate, they decided to open the doors to schedule whatever movie before it so they could open the doors to Rocky an hour beforehand. Yeah. Now, yeah. that is a long time. That's a long time a to sit in the theater with time nothing to do. To sit in the theater waiting for a show to start. Yeah. I got up with Greg about putting together a pre show reel, yep. a DVD to show, because he used to do something similar for the flashback movies mm-hmm. or the Flick It movies. But we 
collaborated on this thing where we show some videos of Curry and Little Nell and then music videos, music videos, Mm -hmm. and then cast lists, pictures of the cast and other songs to play underneath. And then Greg does some animations, video animation in Mm -hmm. between all the stuff. And then some old drive in things like let's go to the lobby and five minutes to showtime, things like that. And it's about 45 minutes worth. And it's, each one he's done has been better than the previous one. They're fantastic. It gives the audience something to watch, gives us something to watch. It's amazing because, you know, people are coming in and sitting there for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. Nobody's getting antsy. Yeah. And they were excited about stuff on the screen. You know, yeah. like there were when the cast, each individual cast member would show up on the screen that people would cheer. Yeah. You know, and, course, and, and, and like you amazing. say, the cast were walking around and talking to people and, and hanging out and and being groovy and the audience is just glad to be there and having a good time. Yeah. Nobody's upset about the show. You know, it's not starting right away. It's just, yeah. I mean, and we've started on time. It's just, Oh, we start right on time. It says 1130. It's just that, boom, we started 1130. Yeah. It's just that you get there an hour before the show starts. So of course they're sitting, but yeah, people are coming in and sitting down at 1030, 1045 and having to wait, you know? Yeah. But also our theater, the concessions, uh, best popcorn in town. Yes. And best popcorn ever, ever, anywhere, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And they sell beer and wine during Rocky shows. They get a yep. uh, And all the proceeds, license. yep, all the proceeds from beer and wine sales go to a Different local, local charity. business, yeah. I think the past couple times it's been, is it TR Dance? TR Dance, mm-hmm. yeah, they're great folks. So yeah, our audience is, is having a ball. And yeah. again, I keep repeating it. And I hate repeating myself, but I can't help it. Uh, I really want to go out and see some other cast now and experience mm-hmm. how they're doing stuff and seeing the crowds and yeah. feeling the vibe, you know, because yeah. ours is so good that it makes me want to see more. Yeah, know? yeah, it's just the, the vibe is great. Yeah, so if anybody out there is listening and you're uh, another Rocky Horror Picture Show cast and hopefully within, I don't know, six hours or so, that's about what we'd like to do our road trips for. Yeah. Uh, from Virginia, the Norfolk area. Then uh, let us know. Yeah, drop us a line love on, to come on see the, you. the Phantasmo After Dark Facebook page. Maybe you know? we'll have a, a, cast a cast trip. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and definitely drop us a line. I'd love to see what other people are doing and hear that that it's still going strong in other places. Yeah. That's a, that's amazing when yeah. you see that. You know? That's right. And I just I love to experience it at different places. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So anyway, I don't know. We we did this to say you know is Rocky relevant now? And give you the the experience that Rob and I have had over the past half a year, almost a year now, uh, putting all this together from scratch. So, yeah. And when I say from scratch, that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. We had to build all the props. The only thing we had, the only thing we had to start a show was I had my, I still had my Frankenfurter costume. Right. That I wore last time I wore was 2004. Yeah. I had to get a new liner put in the cape. Yep. They had to do some updates, but yeah, yeah that's but fine. I'm just saying majorly. Yeah. That's the only thing we really had. Yes. Everything so else, everything else we had to build. We had to build the For pro- the most part, yeah. Rob and I paid for and built a lot of the props. Yeah, the tank, the castle, the space gun. The, yeah. Uh, I mean, so that's a lot odds of... Odds and ends. For at the time, it was a one-time show. Yeah. We Teresa, really... the narrow, Teresa bought us the bench. Yes. Yes, she did. And they've, yeah, they've, they've helped yeah. a lot too. So for a one-time show, we dished out a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and money to get it done. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it right That's or right. not at all. That's right. So we yeah. did. And, you know, and then, of course, when we got, we added people, you know, Lori, um, well, Lori and Sam, but I guess the both of them did it together. Yeah, they did. Um, built the, the transducer. transducer yeah. 
And, you know, then Joe came up with an idea to do the, oh, the, uh, the, the, the bridge diving board thing. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. The diving board. And, yeah. and then so, Chelsea, I mean, you know, God bless her, did the spacesuits oh, for God, us and yeah. other people's costumes that needed completely made or tweaking. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, and the boas. Oh, and the boas. Yeah. That's one of the other things I meant to mention. Yeah. So most of the time, if the you cast... know Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know that those boas that they have yeah. for floor show are, they're like, Red, black, gold. Yeah, Kremlin, um, big poofy things. Yeah, and, and they're eight feet long. Yeah, over the, nine feet, I think. Nine feet? Yeah. Okay. And over the years, in the past, we always just bought the big feather boas. Yeah. That you could get in costume shops. That's right. And at one point, you and I came up with the idea of, like, well, instead of just everybody getting the red boas, why don't we get each character gets this color boa for their floor show makeup. Yeah, because we, we do make all of our we, cast do floor show makeup. Yeah, so as soon as they <laughs> and get And there's time frozen, to do it. It's crazy. They run backstage. We change them, put on the floor show makeup, and they go back and do the, sh- the yeah. rest of the show. It's tight. Um, but in any case, yes. So yeah. Columbia has the purple on her makeup. So and she has so a purple she boa. has a purple boa. Um, and then Brad got, has red. Yeah, so Brad he has, has red, red. Rocky has blue. And mm-hmm. Janet has green Greenish, turquoise. Greenish yeah. turquoise, yeah. So we always get the feather boas to match. Well, yes. when we got Chelsea on board, we started talking. She said, you know, we can make those crinoline boas. And we're like, uh-huh. We can? <laughs> yeah. So she started making them. We went over one night and started helping. You brought one or two home and started working on them and then took them back. And she and Kim made the other two and finished these. Anyway, we, you know, it was a, it was a big collaborative effort. Yeah. And, but God bless Chelsea for coming up with that idea because yeah. they look amazing. They do. And I had no idea how to make them and she just showed us how. Yeah. And it's easier than you think, but it's very They're time consuming. Gorgeous. And again, we did the colors. Yeah. So Janet is. Like is black, black and, and green mm-hmm. and Rockies is black and blue and black and red and black and purple. And they look so nice. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. So we decided to, to, um, you know, Rob and I, because we wanted to make sure that we had the boas for anybody. Yeah. We just paid for those up front. And so I cannot property, even yeah. imagine, uh, uh, you know, Chelsea is amazing. She does such good work. Pay, she's a professional costumer. Yes, works yes. for the Wells Theater and, yeah. you know, that's her job. I mean, she was doing it to help us out because she likes the show and hopefully she likes us. <laughs> <laughs> I think she does. She put in a no, whole lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kim. Again, yeah, they, you know, she and Kim and everybody in the cast above and beyond the call yeah to make the show happen and continue to make it happen and if i had a hat i would tip it to every, each and every <laughs> you can borrow columbia's yeah and that's i mean that's that's the show that's what we put together and along with the help from all these other people and it's amazing it feels great to be doing it again mm-hmm. and i can't wait for the next one yeah i can't either and rocky it feels there's an excitement about it yeah so yes it it is relevant uh, Rocky is still relevant is what yeah. we're trying to get at, I guess. Yeah. And I, I hope you, uh, could bear with us through our craze, love fest, love fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but to, cast... to everybody out there in cast and crew. And, and, you know, I just say cast cause cast and crew all good. It's synonymous. Yeah. It's all cast. You know, you guys are amazing. You've done such a good job. Proud of each and every one of you. Yep. Grateful for each and every one of you. Grateful for the narrow and Teresa and Kate and grateful for the audience that's, that's, come to the shows and keeps coming back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah. we're, we're going on about it because, well, you know, we can, but I would really like to know, you know, what, what's everybody else doing out there? You know, are there other casts out there that have similar stories, you know, as far as how you 
put a show together? Did you start from scratch? Did you take over a cast? Yeah. Did you, I mean, I'd really like Please, to hear from yeah. you. Feel free to, to post a comment or a post on our um, Phantasma After Dark Facebook page about any of that. Yeah. Love to hear it. Or, yeah. or you can yeah, go to Creatures a, of the Narrow. Yeah, or our Creatures of the Narrow Facebook page. Definitely check that out. Or, you know, if you want to just drop us a personal message, Phyllis or myself, that'd be great too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we we'd can, love uh, to be in contact with other people. Um, yeah, that'd be wonderful. I just, I don't know. I guess I felt the need to to share just how wonderful it is to have Rocky in my life again. Yeah, you know, me too. and to discuss how things have changed since the last time we did the podcast. Yeah. I have no idea well, if anybody else found that interesting, but I thought that it was a lot yeah. of fun. The last podcast we did, I listened to it recently, and it was very, very good. It was a bit bittersweet mm-hmm. because you can tell. How much Rocky meant to us, mm-hmm. but it was a thing of the past for us. Yeah, you know, who knew it was going to be our future? <laughs> <laughs> who knew? You know, so this is kind of a maybe a bookend of that one. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I don't know where we go from here. We're gonna we've got plans to do this quarterly, and and I can't imagine not having the cast we have right now. So I hope those guys are sticking around forever. Yeah, um, me too. You know, and of course we we need some new people, so we've got a list of people we have to call that are interested. Yeah, because, hopefully we'll talk to some of them next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, you know if, if disaster strikes, yeah. we don't really have any understudies. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, since we're only doing it quarterly, which is four to five times a year, kind yeah. of the two Halloween. You can't shows, just have anybody. We, yeah, we can't just invite everybody to join and we don't have enough shows for everybody to perform yeah but we definitely need understudies and some backups in place in case something happens yeah yeah absolutely so but anyway all right we have enough rambling that's right we've rambled on and gone on for over an hour or something if you've stuck with us to the end of this (laughs) yeah thanks for listening uh and being patient with us as we had our nostalgia love fest yes and uh i guess it's not even nostalgia anymore now it's current no, it's it's everything old is new again. That's I mean, right. Rocky is is for us is back, and hopefully for the public is back. Yeah, you know? I hope so. So anyway, okay, I guess that's all, huh? Yeah. Uh, I don't guess we're gonna do Planet of the Apes because we already know how it connects back because we've done it once before. Unless yeah. you want to do it again. If you want to pick somebody different, I mean, I don't, I don't know. remember. Who I can't I remember who you picked one. in the last one. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. We'll just uh, we'll skip it. This we'll skip Planet of the Apes this time. Just we'll let just... it be known that Rocky Horror does indeed relate back to Planet of the Apes very easily. Very if quickly. you really need to know how and you're not sure, you can certainly send Rob a message and ask him. I'll be glad to tell you. Our our Gmail account is phantasmoad at gmail.com, which is F-A-N-T-A-S-M-O-A-D at gmail.com. Or just drop me a private message on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so that's it. We done? Yep. That's all for the this edition of the podcast, I imagine. So Awesome. It's been fun. It has been. So till next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.